Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? It worked. Cool. Great. Is uh can you hear me clearly? Yeah. Awesome. This might this might be the best recording we get so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh even though <clears throat> we're on phones. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll be able to figure out something better. Yeah. But this definitely works for now. I'm using a headphone, so it's pretty comfortable. Okay. I have headphones, but they don't have a microphone on them. So I just hold my phone. Yeah, for some shows like um, Fresh Air and NPR, they have the person being interviewed go into like a dark booth and they put headphones on and that's how they interview. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I'm sure that's their headquarters. (laughs) <laughs> but that's like the best interview show mm-hmm. yeah M, M, M for the stars right <laughs> yeah we just need a small map piece <laughs> yeah um, how, how's the recovery going um, pretty well uh, it was kind of a hassle going to the pharmacy because apparently I had to transfer over my prescription from the hospital. Mm-hmm. So that's why it took so long. But mm-hmm. yeah, other than that, um, I'm doing pretty well. I I can walk around and stuff better. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. We, do you need, like, painkillers? Exactly, yeah. Okay. But... Hey, are they the ones that are killing everyone yep (laughs) (laughs) okay so they work they actually work them they're narcotics so that's why it's so hard to get them Mm -hmm. but but they also actually work they do work pretty well (laughs) (laughs) Uh and i honestly don't really notice it but Mm -hmm. i mean it, it helps with the pain yeah oh yeah once you're done with them, you can definitely <laughs> make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> yeah, make back a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah, I. Sorry. What? Yeah, someone. Yeah, someone from Reed was telling me that they got a bunch. Oh, just over the summer. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's such a bad idea. There's no reason <laughs> to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I don't know. I kind of, I assume they use it well, but responsibly. But <laughs> if that's a possibility. Yeah, I guess that that you're you're fine assuming that then. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, not everyone dies, of course. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just a, I think it's mostly just a problem with addiction. Like, they, mm-hmm. on the, in the instructions, it says, like, if you take um, too much, then you need to, like, call a hospital so mm-hmm. that you don't overdose or something. But, like, 
<clears throat> I don't really know how much is too much because I take like 15 milligrams at a time and mm. I I wouldn't say that I notice any like narcotic effects so if it yeah. only takes like three more tablets that's a really small area for like uh, between too little and too much yeah yeah I'm sure if you're not feeling the really nice effects that everyone wants it's not <laughs> It's not that much, but yeah. also like people at Reed do like heroin, but they seem to do it like pretty responsibly <laughs> and for the and get the benefits from it without too much hmm. damage usually. Do you know how common that is, or do you just like you've heard of it? Um, I know a few people that did it. Uh, I don't know how common it is. But I think it's more common than it seems because people don't talk about it usually. Right. Except except for the people they do it with. But I mean before before we got treated, a few people died of overdosing, so that, that kind of goes against my point. But <laughs> Right. I remember there being a big deal about that. Yeah, I'm like, curious how common it is. Yeah. Someone should do I mean, a survey. <laughs> there's also opium that some people do right yeah i guess there's a lot of things that are in that similar class mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't like i don't know i mean it seems like there are enough people that are happy with weed <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so funny how people like they refer to it as if it's like a natural thing for them to turn to when they're having trouble. Weed? Yeah. Yeah. It's it, just it's like, like such a normal part of their day. It's like drinking tea at Reed. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's much more common than drinking tea, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it really is. Yeah, drugs are... There's so many different... Drugs are so different. Like, in most of high school, I wouldn't really have known that that like something like weed and meth would be that different like <laughs> i just oh. thought drugs are drugs yeah pretty much i mean that's <laughs> the that's the message they give everyone right <laughs> yeah yeah they make you do crimes <laughs> yeah but pot is definitely getting way overhyped right now yeah hopefully it'll pass yeah I feel like it will There's there'll be some sort of normalization of it but you're definitely right I wonder yeah. if there's like if a part of it is because <clears throat> it's been so recently legalized that there's like you know you see all the commercials and billboards everywhere like they're trying to get everyone into it yeah Definitely. And like a lot of people are kind of turning the medical benefits too. And right. It's, I think if it were regulated more, that all of that would be a bit, a bit more tame. Like if people could actually get it prescribed mm-hmm. um, for specific uses. It, it, yeah. The, the ways people use it medically are a lot of times not very <laughs> supported by research. 
Yeah. Mm. But I guess they don't need that excuse anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, people, you know, people just experiment with, it, with the medical uses now. Uh-huh. Yeah, or just the recreational uses. <laughs> yeah. You know something funny I read? I, I would definitely have to source on this, but um, <clears throat> you know how there was a lot of, like, there was a lot of bad research done into like how um, smoking affects you because it was all <clears throat> primarily funded by um, companies that were selling cigarettes. So they, they mm-hmm. promoted research that specifically tried to get the effects they wanted. Well, mm-hmm. in kind of a reaction to that, there was a lot of research that was done that has shown overwhelmingly that smoking is terrible for you, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but among that wake, something, some interesting things emerged that um, are kind of funny. Apparently, um, nicotine has a lot of healthful benefits, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> so if you like just use nicotine patches, then you can actually get a lot of benefits from it. Hmm. Of course, it's also addictive. Which is a problem, but it doesn't have any adverse um, bodily effects. No, no adverse effects. Yeah. See, if you get addicted, you just use it a lot. Right. But it won't be that bad. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. Which is kind of funny. You would never think of that. At least I would. Yeah, nicotine is pretty regulated, right? Yeah, like you have to get prescriptions for those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's mostly just for like when you're smoke when you're trying to quit smoking, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I actually, yeah, I always wondered about those. I kind of wanted to try one because I I never wanted to smoke, but nicotine seemed interesting. Yeah, I imagine it's kind of like getting a high. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely, I've felt nicotine a little bit uh-huh. in smoking, but I hate it. <laughs> I, I mean, I hate the smoking part right, yeah. of cigarettes. Yeah, same. <laughs> I've never done anything enough to get any sort of, of the effects, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just remember it was like, kind of like caffeine. Yeah, for a tiny bit. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good analogy of what it's like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember, yeah, I think a lot of the research also showed that secondhand smoking was like just as bad as uh, actually smoking <laughs> yourself and stuff like that. And all, all of that recently is no longer like what researchers think. Right. I mean, apparently, like secondhand smoking is almost negligible yeah i thought that was so funny like i remember seeing those videos in school like secondhand smoking it's like the worst thing for your kid (laughs) you're like killing your children (laughs) and i'm like i don't like this doesn't seem quite right (laughs) you're barely getting any of it compared to the person smoking (laughs) 
yeah, it, it's such a good strategy, though. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Like, just, even if, like, the smokers find out that everyone nearby is going to be like, how can you smoke in the same room <laughs> that your child will be in eventually? Exactly, yeah. It's the perfect tool against them. Yeah. No, that's funny. We've just been talking about drugs. Yeah, it's a great way to start <laughs> off the conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drugs are, they're really like, they kind of take over conversations. It's like Trump, basically. <laughs> I, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I think we both said this really early at Reed. Like, it was annoying how everyone just talked about drugs all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it seems like one of those things that would be apt to do that because it's it's like an easy thing to obsess over because everyone has their own personal experiences that are very detailed and in-depth that they can explain. And, and intense. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's not very interesting for most people to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. I, I guess for people that aren't a part of the conversation, yeah. For someone who doesn't do drugs. Oh, yeah, especially for them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah it, mm-hmm. um, did you want to talk about the, uh, the Jordan Peterson event? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... I think we can get to that eventually. But oh, yeah, sure. I was wondering, did you finish the blank slate? No, I'm about like a quarter of the way through. Nice. Yeah. yeah that, that I definitely think it's worthwhile because even though it's not presenting a particular political opinion that I like find contentious, I think that it gives a lot of interesting historical background to like how we've come to the place we are now in regards to this topic. Yeah, it looks interesting. I'll definitely read it sometime. Oh, yeah. I've been meaning to read it for so long, it, it's kind of absurd. <laughs> but because, yeah, it's been out. Well, yeah. But <clears throat> Steven Pinker is really, I've looked at some of the stuff and I like all of it, so I'm sure it's really good. I I think I remember you saying something about Enlightenment Now. Did you say you were reading it or that you were going to also? Oh, no, that that I just saw, like, the summary, and I didn't like the, the oh, summary. Oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't like what the book sounded like it would be arguing, hmm. which was just, like, how great the Enlightenment and all that has been. <laughs> you don't think it's so great? <laughs> Yeah, well, the book just sounded kind of banal, hmm. I guess. It sounded like it was arguing that enlightenment was great by its own standards. Like, a lot more people are wealthy and healthy and less babies die and stuff like that. Hmm. And it was arguing like it's a good thing. You don't, or you don't think that's a like, good thing? Look, look at all, or look at how great it is. Well, I, I think... It begs the question of why those are 
great things. And I, I think those things are great under like the, the new secular or the new morality we've, or the morality we've developed now. But yeah, I mean, there's different ways to evaluate what's meaningful. And like, I, I want to see someone make a historical argument about whether art has gone better or worse. <laughs> that would be interesting. Or something like that. And then someone could, like, someone could argue since art has gone worse and since art matters more than anything else, things are actually worse or something like that. I think that would be mm -hmm. a not banal argument. Mm -hmm. But I haven't read it, so <laughs> I can't say too much. Well, yeah. You, you won't get to read everything, though. <laughs> <laughs> You still can have an opinion. <laughs> yeah. But I could read 30 times as much as I am reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's difficult, though. Yeah. What are you reading now? I think you've probably mentioned it before. Um, just, I have, like, so many books. These I'm working in the library so I'll bring oh, I'll right. like find two or three books every day because I'm in there for hours and hours mm -hmm. and I'll find like so I've like gotten a stack of books now nice and I'm in like random sections so I'll like I was in the biology section the other day so I got two books from that section just because I, <laughs> I like scan through hundreds and hundreds of books so I'm bound to come across something interesting one of them was like a book of essays by Schrodinger. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that looked really interesting. Huh. And from the little bit I saw, the writing was really good. That is interesting. Yeah. It was about what is life. Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. I bet Beto would have a good conversation about that. <laughs> I, um, I think I told you, but I ran across his journals. Uh, oh, right, yeah. Artificial life. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, they are really cool. He has like a bunch of them in his house too. Is uh, mm -hmm. like the building he works in. I've looked at a few of them, but I haven't read them in depth. He's been editing it for so long. I know, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and he's so low key about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> very few people I really know. Yeah, I wonder. It is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Um, have you found a way to fill your time while you're walking around looking at books? Oh, I've just been listening to lectures mainly. Okay. I listened, yeah, I didn't start listening to stuff until, like, I didn't listen to stuff at the very beginning, because I was mm -hmm. just learning and stuff, but, and it's also a nice time to think, especially in the mornings. Um, I listened to the, some of the biblical lectures by Jordan Pearson. Oh, nice. <laughs> Are they any yeah. good? Yeah, I think they're my favorite lectures by him that I've heard. Hmm. Um, yeah, they're like Hume lectures, basically, but a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, that relationship. Yeah, these are just like close readings and require really reading secondary texts. And yeah, you know, they kind of take the text set it on its own and 
make interpretations based on that. Yeah. Like Hume. What Hume should have been. <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been really cool to have someone who really cared about the Bible lecture on it. Yeah, I guess there's not very many left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Hume conference leader was definitely one of them. But oh, really? He was coming back from leave, so they didn't sign him up in the first semester. Mm-mm. That's too bad. Yeah. Actually, towards the end, though, that I like about uh, like neo-Platonism or something. It was it was a really weird one about magic. Uh, you know in the Apuleus yeah there is magic in that like with the the witch I guess Uh, oh yeah yeah but the point the parts that he was pointing to were those like neoplatonists who think they can do magic or something like that. Oh, it's something really bizarre. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember these he studies. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice it when I read it, but he like pointed out some passages. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, he studies Jewish mysticism, which which is really like the most obscure thing. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really get it. Well, it definitely really helps to be, um, I guess, led along by an expert who's looked at it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to have have him. I didn't like him for a little while, but (laughs) he's pretty good at what he does. That's fair. Yeah, same department as you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I guess that's, that's probably a good description of any academic. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're not very likable most most of the time, but <laughs> they're good at what <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, and I was saying they're in the same department too. True. Shabley seemed pretty likable. Who? Your conference leader? Oh, yeah. She 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 kind of like really tried to be likable. So if you're if you're <laughs> able to get along with that kind of person, then it works out. <laughs> yeah, I think she converted a friend of mine to religion. From basically, from what to religion? From philosophy to religion. Um, yeah, that would make sense. She definitely was very well acquainted. With a lot of the philosophy stuff. No, no, she converted someone to it. Oh, you mean a a major? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's what it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess that she is a good, um, argue, uh, d- debater as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, did you see the Anthony Kennedy news? Oh, yeah. 
I heard about it on the on the Shapiro podcast too. Oh yeah, I've been listening to that today. Yeah, I definitely like. I don't know enough about it to like make a judgment about the significance of like what's going to happen that's going to be different in the future. But I definitely get the sentiment that like the Supreme Court shouldn't be this big of a deal <laughs> as <laughs> people are making it out to be. What uh, what was Shapiro saying? Um, well, I guess that he did analysis of like the the people that are likely to be picked, mm-hmm. and then he talks about like I guess his history as a judge and kind of like what his um, leanings were. Apparently he was a swing vote in a lot of cases. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he was the middle guy, but so Shapiro's mostly happy, right? Oh yeah. He's really happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, why don't you think this reports the big deal? Well, it seems like a lot of the things that people are upset about, like, things that the Supreme Court has ruled that they're afraid are going to be like reversed or future rulings that are going to happen that are going to be bad like it seems like those are a lot of the things that are contention are things that shouldn't be being decided at the federal level and it seems weird that um, people are counting on it being a federal decision. But because it is a decision that's done there, that's done by the courts, is doesn't that make it important? Well, right. Does it make it the, is important. Doesn't make the court but I think that court? it's not good that it is so <laughs> contingent on that court specifically. Yeah, then I mean, then you'll definitely want a conservative. I guess. Yeah, I feel like I probably I, I definitely am leaning in that direction, especially after like one of the most recent rulings. Did you hear about the one? It was uh, I don't remember the name of it, but basically the contention was that uh, someone was suing the labor union. Because the labor part of the union, but they didn't want any of the benefits from the union. And then the court ruled that the union can't force them to be a part of the union. So that's good. Are you there? Oh, did you hear what? Did you hear me? Hello. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah, good. I thought that was really good, but but the scary part of it was that um, like it was, it was a close, but like it was four to five. So if okay, but it was already if it had been decided oh, the other way, which I mean there definitely was some sort of chance that it would be. That means that unions can force people to join even if they don't want to, which seems like ridiculous and complete 
suppression of like people's individual rights in the workplace. But the case, but the case itself isn't that bad because that's how it was beforehand. And it was either like they keep it in place or they get rid of it. Right, but if they had ruled it the other way, then it would be different now. No, nothing would change. I think. Because it was already in place. Like, people people were forced to oh, join really? the union. I'm oh, pretty sure, yeah. Okay, I didn't know, I don't know the history of how that specific thing works. But I guess I'm just looking at, like, what the outcomes are. <clears throat> yeah, g- generally, it's been that way. Um, and the court's more conservative than it has been usually. So some of it's getting taken back now. But... Well, I think that's definitely a good direction. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm really... Unions are honestly, like, I mean, I'm sure there are some good unions out there, but in general, unions are probably, like, I would say one of the worst things possible (laughs) that are happening right now. Especially... Oh my god, yeah, the teachers union is probably, like, Mm. one of the worst. Mm. Like, not only only is it bad for, like, new teachers, new and better teachers... But it's bad for literally everyone else in the school system. <laughs> and yeah, America. and then also our population as a whole in the future. <laughs> yeah, like school unions and unions in general are like some of the biggest contributors campaign. Oh yeah, I think that's so hilarious because yeah, like yeah, they run and donate to the platforms that are all about like removing corporate influence right <laughs> yet <laughs> literally like yeah they receive the most money of anyone from these donors <laughs> yeah and, and they complain about i know brothers. it's so crazy like just just looking at the numbers in comparison like it doesn't even like compare how much money they're giving versus the coke brothers or like i remember um, there was someone complaining about the NRA, like, buying congressmen, right? There was that whole complaint. <laughs> they give, like, a tenth of a tenth of a percent as much as, like, most unions. <laughs> yeah. U- unions are crazy powerful. I mean, they're, I mean, they're basically tailor-made to get people elected. Right, yeah. That's like, a... such a perfect tool. <laughs> I think that Ben explained the loop pretty well is that the um, the unions force their members to pay them so that they can bribe the officials to give them good deals. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, and the members get, I mean, they get so many benefits. Or definitely worth yeah. it for them. Well, yeah, it's definitely a sustainable um, system because they're huge and they're not going away without any any they're not going to go away on their own mm-hmm. there has to be some sort of change to disallow either the government from giving them all these benefits that they shouldn't be able to give them like it's just ridiculous or there needs to be some sort of limitation on their powers 
Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that'll we'll get some good union cases up there. Too. Yeah. Especially after Kennedy. Yeah, goes. exactly. Seems yeah. like that'll definitely be the direction things are going. Mm. <clears throat> and I think if Kennedy goes before October, the affirmative action case is for sure going to. Oh pass. right! And I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that would be awesome. <clears throat> that would be really cool. Yeah, and it might weirdly. I think it might be people don't. It's not as big of a issue in the news as like unions, but I think it could be the most important one, just because of like the people that go to these schools, and it'll like completely change the composition of of all these schools like Harvard. Yeah, I know, right? Like, you know, even the Supreme Court, like every single member went to like all eight of the members like went to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's that would look very different if those schools had like completely different students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, I also think it's a good message to send to just students in general. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> it's such a corrupting kind of mindset to have, but either you can rely on affirmative action to get you into a position that you wouldn't doesn't like be able to get to earn otherwise or to keep you out of position just because you're from a group that is too good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it also, it also might be a really good thing for Republicans because affirmative action I think is one issue where most people agree I'd have to look at polls but I imagine like the vast majority of Americans are against it in in its current form. Mm-hmm. But it's something like I uh, like the Democratic elite love, but I don't think most Democrats do. Yeah. Or at least many don't. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. But it's definitely a hard Republican case against it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think like normal normal Democrats as well. Normal Democrats. Because, like, yeah, because, like, only a minority of Democrats are really, like, liberal Democrats. Progressive Democrats. (laughs) Yeah. You have to be pretty... um, Affirmative action is something you have to be really educated to be dumb enough to to believe in. (laughs) really edgy <laughs> yeah it's crazy I mean I, I feel like though like <clears throat> yeah there's those political facts but people aren't really aware of the political climate like I, I would guess that if I run around in my high school and ask people like do you think affirmative action is good like I bet, like ninety percent of people would say yeah, just because mm-hmm. they don't really know anything about it, only only what they've been told, whenever they hear affirmative action, which is that you know it's helping minorities get into school for the first time. 
but but I mean your area is like a very I mean it's in California and it's a pretty liberal area, right? True. If we if we probably at my high school it would be the opposite. Hmm. Or at least not that it would be mostly the opposite, I think. I don't, I don't do you think that's because people are like more aware? Or do you no, I, I think they're just primed to not like the firm action. Just because of the book of what people around them believe. But also like with the new with the court cases, like the issue isn't I mean, the issue is about a specific group agents. So I, I think people w- would be very much on the side if they did hear about that. No, that's a good point. Yeah, I think Kennedy resigning also is going to be really good for Republicans in the midterms. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, pretty much everything that's happened is going to be good for Republicans. <laughs> like, literally, they just can't stop winning, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Trump's been pretty terrible approval rating-wise. He's been doing better and better, though. <laughs> better compared to being the worst. Well, yeah, rated president <laughs> in a while since Nixon, probably. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it definitely is a polarized sort of polling. <laughs> well, worse than polarized, because yeah. he's at like forty, right? Oh, well, no, yeah, I don't mean that it's not any higher because it's polarized. I guess I just mean, um, like, uh, it's hard to get an accurate metric because it depends on so much who you ask. What? Approval? Poll ratings are pretty good, I think. I mean, they ask, yeah, because they ask a lot of people. Well, yeah, uh, they would hope. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) But there, there's like multiple polls that people refer to. Yeah, I mean, you can like the aggregate on five thirty eight. It's probably good. Oh, is there one? Probably up. I mean, yeah, I think that's at like forty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's only a year and a half in, so he's got some time. (laughs) Is he only a year and a half in? I guess so. I guess, um, I mean, maybe a little more, but yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. It feels like it's been so much longer. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be really interesting I'm, because I'm going to be at Reed during the next... I, I think you, you're the one that said this first. I'm going to be at Reed during the next presidential election. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. It might not be very different. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they don't burn flags this time. Oh, my God. <laughs> or I, I kind of hope they do. Well, I'm going to take a picture if they do this time. <laughs> I know when I was down, um, I actually... The summer before I came to read, um, my family went down to Mexico for a trip. 
and we were staying in one of these towns. We were out one night, and they had this ceremony. A couple of people, or like a, a kind of like a couple of people were performing it, and then there was a mob around them, and they were burning an American flag and like this, <laughs> this little effigy of Donald Trump. It was really weird. <laughs> I tried to take a picture, but like the lighting was not good. That's weird. And they're not like laughing or anything. Well, they were like chanting and stuff, you know. What? The, that's like cult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, they're angry. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, it might what? have just—it might have just been a display. Maybe they thought there were <laughs> tourists around or something. But it was pretty funny. <laughs> it seems like something like people in Mexico shouldn't worry about. <laughs> like, why? Why would they care? Yeah, I mean, he does. Apparently, Trump is very racist, right? So. That's that's their problem. They don't like racist people. <laughs> if I were in Mexico, I feel like I would I would just be like every time I thought of Trump, I would just like be face face palm. <laughs> like that's like America America stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, you you would think that would be the correct reaction. <laughs> I saw this um, this political cartoon on Reddit from the Donald. It was a uh, <clears throat> there was this this Hond- like there's a Honduran family and they're at the border of the Ameri- of America. They're they're in Mexico, but they're trying to cross into America, and they're like, "We're from Honduras, and uh, we're trying to seek political asylum in America," and. Uh, because we're like having political problems in our country, and then the American officials like, "You're in Mexico. Problem solved." <laughs> <laughs> and to some extent, like you can get what you can see what they're getting at. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Hmm. It's like the uh, reason I want to see the comment. Oh yeah. I, I can find it and send it to you later. Mm-hmm. Or actually, maybe I can find it now. I guess this, this okay, is kind of neat. I'm going to okay. use the restroom. Okay. So I'll be right back. Sure.
Okay. I, 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 uh, I messaged that to you. Oh, okay, I'll check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where was this on? This is from the Donald. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 sounds, sounds <laughs> like something that would be there. The first comment under it says, "This is actually international law. You must apply for asylum in the first safe country you wander into. You don't get to keep on going and jump safe countries. It's the law the UN won't enforce, <laughs> but Trump might." With nine hundred 